Hey there, this is Laura. I wanted to pop in to give you an update. This episode was recorded prior to our rebranding. What was once the Read It With Whiskey podcast is now work in progress, the Laura J Live podcast. This episode reflects that traditional Read It With Whiskey format and may have information and content that has since expired or changed. Please visit laurajlive.com for more information. Enjoy the episode. Are you an author who has always dreamed of turning their book into an audiobook? Quixotic Bell Media is the audiobook podcast production company for you. They specialize in helping authors turn their books into an episodic audiobook podcast, releasing one to three chapters of their book each week. The episodic format will pull in new readers, help you grow your author brand and business, and QBM even offers help with audiobook launch strategies and monetizing your podcast. With Quixotic Bell Media, you record the audio and let them do the rest. You can finally start your podcast and audiobook without raising a finger to the logistics or time-intensive tasks. This means you'll be able to get back to what's important in your author business, your writing. So if you're interested in working with QBM, visit www.quixoticbellmedia.com for more information. Hello and welcome to another episode of Read It With Whiskey. I am Laura, your host, and today our guest interview is with Melissa Grace. Melissa Grace is a freelance freelance writer whose work has been featured in publications like Medium, Thought Catalog, and The Mighty. She resides just outside of Nashville, Tennessee with her husband and five, yes, five fur children, including her hostile kitty, Mama, who is actually featured in her first novel, Home is Where You Are. So we are going to get into some good stuff today in this interview. We'll talk about her new novel, of course, uh, but we'll get into a little bit more of the suicide prevention side that she is a definite advocate for. Um, It's really great to hear the passion behind Melissa's words and to see what she's doing to help people around her. So let's get into the episode. Welcome to Read It With Whiskey, an interview podcast highlighting self-published authors. I am your host, Laura Gentinen. The purpose behind this podcast is to help authors grow their audience while also introducing readers to their new favorite authors. Let's get to know the person behind the page. Sit back, sip some whiskey, and lean in to these self-published authors. Before we get into the interview today, I would just love to give you a little Laura J Live update. So currently I am editing my book that I wrote for NaNoWriMo in November 2020, and the editing process is going smoothly, (laughs) as smooth as it can be uh, for the first edit. It's always a little bit jumpy. Um, I definitely want to bring all of you along in more detail when it comes to writing, editing, and publishing books, Um, but I am waiting for the right time for that. So I've actually created a Patreon account for that purpose. So I have a goal on Patreon. Um, There's a specific goal if you want to go in there and learn all about it. But basically, if I hit this goal, then I'm going to be recording the complete, basically the breakdown of how I go through the process of writing, editing, and publishing my books. So I will have to start from scratch. So whenever that goal is hit, whatever book I have next on uh, the chopping block, I'm going to go through the entire process with you through a secret podcast, which I'm super, super excited about. So if you're interested in learning more about um, the secret podcast and helping me out on Patreon to make that a living possibility, I guess, um, definitely go to my Patreon account. 
it's www.patreon.com slash readitwithwhiskey to become a patron. Um, it's just a few dollars a month to participate. You get episodes early, which is really cool. So you'll be the first ones to be able to listen, as well as the potential to have additional bonus episodes. The bonus episodes are really, really great. They're not here on my regular podcast platform. So if you want to get the bonus episodes, you will have to go on to Patreon um, and check it out. But it's going to be the Books I Read series. The Books I Read series I started in January of 2020. And every single month, I would write a blog post about the books that I had read that month. And I really enjoyed doing these blog posts. I would tag the authors and um, websites if I had them and just link all the information that I thought was relevant to the books individually. And of course, I would give my book review. However, now that I am branching into Read It With Whiskey, I want my books to be more um, more so self-published and indie authors only. So for 2021, my BIR, my Books I Read series, are going to be through this new secret podcast. The regular Books I Read blog posts will no longer be featured on my website. Um, the 2020 versions will all still be there, but 2021 is only going to be audio. Uh, I will provide transcriptions eventually. Um, so if you're interested in keeping up with the books that I am reading, definitely uh, follow in there. Also in Patreon, there is a third tier, which is the book club membership. So if you are interested in being in the book club, that's where you have to go. www.patreon.com slash readitwithwhiskey. The book club member privileges are incredible. So first of all, you get everything that just the regular listener and listener plus memberships have. Um, but you also get voting privileges. So if you're in the book club, you get to vote on all of the episode books that I have released through the podcast, and you get to decide which book we're going to read in the book club. So whatever episodes have the most traction, those episodes are going to be featured as the book of the month, okay? And the really cool part about this is that Whichever book is chosen for the book of the month, that author is going to do a live Q&A via Zoom for the book club members. So here in the podcast, we just do an overview of the book, kind of like a sneak peek, learn about the author, the person behind the page. But in these Zoom calls, that's when we're going to get into the nitty gritty details and it's going to be spoilers galore and I am so excited about it. So if you want to be a part of this book club, definitely go over onto my Patreon account or you can go to my website, www.laurajlive.com slash book club and you can get onto the email list. And finally, before we jump in with Melissa's interview, I have to give you my whiskey of choice today. So our whiskey of choice actually comes from Hard Truth Distilling Company, which is located in Brown County, Indiana. And I'm really excited because a spin-off episode that is com- a spin-off episode that is coming up really soon is actually a whiskey distillery spin-off where I'm going to talk to you all about Hard Truth Distillery and we're going to talk about a little tour that me and my friend did this fall. Um, but the whiskey of choice today is from Hard Truth. It is the Hard Truth Peanut Butter Whiskey. 
Oh my goodness. Um, and I do realize the last two whiskeys of choice have been peanut butter whiskey. I don't have an addiction or anything, I swear. Peanut butter is just <laughs> my best friend. Um, but yeah, they are really, really good, all peanut butter whiskeys. But hard truth, peanut butter whiskey is definitely a smooth choice, nice and sweet. Um, definitely something you can have on the rocks. All right, so if you want to learn more about hard truth, stay tuned for an upcoming spin off episode with the hard truth distillery. All right, let's get into that episode. All right, Melissa, welcome to Read It With Whiskey. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. All right, we're just going to jump right in. First of all, why did you decide that you wanted to be a writer? It wasn't so much of a, like, I chose it, but it chose me kind of thing. Um, I've known since I was in the third grade, literally in the third grade, that I wanted to be a writer. Now, it took me a long time to actually do the thing. Um, So... (laughs) I have been, I worked in medical. I've worked, um, I was a nail artist. I actually had my own business for a long time. Um, and every path, like, I mean, not that I didn't enjoy it not that I didn't uh, learn a lot from it, but every path led me to here. <laughs> Finally. Yay. We yay. did it. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, I just, I always knew I loved writing. I love reading. Um, I was that kid that growing up, I would go to, um, we, like, I live a little bit outside, outside of Nashville. And I did when I was growing up. And so my grandmother actually lived in Nashville and she would come and pick me up when I was a kid. And I would go to the big library in Nashville (laughs) where they had so many more books. And I would go in there and I'd get about seven to 10 books a week, come home, read them all, and then take them back. Um, and I would get to do this over and over, especially over the summer. So, um, yeah, it wasn't really so much a choice. It was just, this was what you're going to do. So might as well chop, chop, get with it. It was a part of you already. I love it. Uh, So your first book that you have written, Home is Where You Are, just came out in October. Um, So go ahead, tell the listeners what it's all about. Uh, Well, it's a romance. Um, (laughs) But even more than that, I really feel like it is about figuring out who you are. Um, the quote that I use at the very beginning of the book is a Dolly Parton quote, which Dolly is my girl. Um, but, um, it's the one that says, uh, find out who you are and do it on purpose. And, um, I think that because a little, let me preface this with saying that my main character, Olivia, um, she is 37 and she basically like feels like she's she's done you know like I can't do anything new I can't be anything new and basically I want to call that out as what it is that's horseshit hope I can cuss on your side but that's that's crap you, you know I, I don't think we ever stop living learning changing growing and that's really what it's about this this woman has had a passion in her heart for music for as long as she can remember but um, life happened and she ended up doing what she was good at, not necessarily what she was passionate about. And how many times have we done that in our lives? Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's me, your girl here. Um, and I just, I wanted to call attention to that because it's never too late. I am now almost 37 and I, I published my first book um, and, and it will not be the last. So I think it's never too late, whatever you're doing. So if you're looking for a sign, this is it. 
This is <laughs> it. This thing. is it. And I, I, I totally related to everything within the book, um, like going for your passions and because that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast. I was like, oh yeah, I'll start one one day. Well, one day is never going to come. Just do it now that's kind of right. thing. Uh, right. So when I was reading it, I just, I, I rushed through it because I was just so invested in what she was going to decide. And yeah. oh, I just, I just loved it. It was such a good oh, story. Um, but speaking of, how did it feel when you first had it in your hands, the physical book? That was a lot. <laughs> that yeah. was a lot of emotions. Um the, the whole writing process of the book was, it was, it was a lot. So um, just to kind of go back, um, I didn't actually write the book until last year and I released it the same year. Um, but so COVID of course started in like what March, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and my grandmother got really sick, not with COVID. It was unrelated, but my grandmother was 91 and this woman was still working was still doing everything. Um, and it was very independent and she, she's my person. Um, she was always my person. And so when she got sick, like, I just, I just had a feeling, I was like, this is that we're not going to come back from this. And something clicked. Um, I got the fire lit up under my ass and it was like, if you're going to do this and you want her to be a part of it, you got to do it and you got to do it now. And so writing this book became the way that I coped with knowing that I was going to lose her. Um, cause it was just like a, a downward, just a decline very quickly. And, um, so I just poured everything into this book. And then I had some really amazing people that were on my side, my cover designer, um, L Maxwell, who, if you need a cover designer, she is the one. Um, and, <laughs> Uh, my friend, Lauren, my friends, Nicole and Jen. Oh my God. Like I I just, I'm going to forget somebody, but um, they helped me with like the editing process and making sure that everything was tight and concise. And um, they helped me to get it out there into the world um, because my plan was to try to release it before she passed. Um, That unfortunately didn't happen. She died like just a little over a month before, but she got to be there through the whole like process of the cover picking and, and seeing it come to fruition. So I like, even though that, that one little, that one deadline wasn't met, I felt like she was really there for all of it. Um, in fact, super weird, but, um, I got my finalized version from the formatter the day of her funeral as I was pulling out of the parking lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, still having her through that entire process, I bet was so rewarding. And it's something you'll be able to carry for the rest of your life that yes. she was a part of that. Yes. And oh my goodness, I bet she's so proud of you. <laughs> I, so I hope so. I hope so. So you wrote the book pretty fast then. Um, yes. Was it an idea that you had had for quite some time? Where did the inspiration come from? Um, sort of. Um, <laughs> I, okay. So it's a series. Um, I can go ahead and say that it's a series the first idea that I had is not the one that I started with. It's one that I'm going to end with, which is kind of weird. But um, as I was thinking, I I had been reading some different books, uh, you know, prior to that. And I was like, everybody's so young. Why is everybody (laughs) so young? I, if I aged out, what has happened? But um, I just wanted to, to read about somebody that was closer to my age. And so I started talking to my friends, like, have you read any romance books recently that are about people that are over 25? And they're like, no. And that drives no. me crazy. And I'm like, well, 
<laughs> here I come to save the I'm day. gonna do it <laughs> but now like I have found that they are definitely some like some really good romances you know about um older women like Olivia Dade has one out right now that's fantastic like there's there's other ones out there but definitely it is predominantly younger women um and so that was my thing I was like I want to do that and then also usually it's you know the 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 man is the one that's the older one and I'm like goodbye. We're going <laughs> to, that's not what we're going to do. So just going to reverse all the roles and all, all of them, the, all the normal stuff. I we're love it. Break it all right in the beginning. <laughs> so tell me this, is there, do you know how many books are going to be in the series or what there characters are, there's going to be five and yes, are the same characters five. live and Jack's going to go through, or is it going to be different people? It's going to be different people okay. from the original story. So oh my you can still see uh live and Jack's. Um, in fact, they play a pretty big role in the next book. So okay. I am um, their journey continue. I'm not going to give anything away in the book. Um, but I'm, I have a few characters who I'm like, I really want to see what happens to these characters. Ooh, okay. Ooh. So, uh, maybe <laughs> after we're done recording, we'll talk about <laughs> yes. that. I'm not going to let our listeners in on the details. Um, they'll just have to read the book to find it out. Um, all right. So moving on, um, what, why did you decide self-publishing? Was it the fact that, you know, you're going to have multiple books in the series or was there something else? It was a couple of factors. I mean, the, the big one was if I was to go traditional, my grandmother wouldn't have been able to be a part True. of it. I mean, cause you know, like that can take, that can take years. Um, and we didn't have that kind of time to, to spare. And so that was my ultimate choice. Um, but also because I really want the creative control at this point in my career. Now that's not to say that I won't, you know, query at some point, um, with a traditional you know process, but I, have some stories in my heart that I really want to tell. And I don't want somebody to come in and be like, ah, oh, no, that's too edgy. That's too, whatever. It's like, mm, I'm going to do this. So <laughs> we're, we're going all in for the series. I love it. I love it. And are you, um, tell our audience, are you a full-time author, part-time? What do you do for a living? Starving artist here. So yeah, <laughs> full time. <laughs> and, and a big part of the book does have to do with the music industry. Are you a musician yourself? Heck no. <laughs> no. I wondered while I was reading it, I was no. like, is this from her own life or? No, I've known a lot of musicians over the years, um, been very you know close friends with them. Um, I had a family member that was in the Grand Ole Opry and everything, wow. but like that never, um, that never translated to me. I'm, I'm a karaoke rock star and that's about as good as I get. So. I love it. <laughs> you have a different type of creativity. Writing is yours. Yes, that's it. And what is your favorite part about being an author? Um, oh gosh, honestly, like, I guess, well, one, the process, like I enjoy getting lost in a story. I think that's really fun. Um, but as far as being a published author, getting to, to connect with readers has been the coolest thing ever. When somebody reaches out and they're like, oh my gosh, this really hit home for me. I'm like, I did my job. That, yes. That's my why right there. Yes. The interactions. And I, I, for one, I love the self-publishing indie community as well. Like yes. you've already mentioned so many people who have helped you with yep. your book. And yep. that's something that you don't really get if you're in the traditional publishing world either. No. So pulling that into the indie, that's why I'm doing the podcast is helping all of us kind yes. of collaborate and, and grow with each other. Very welcoming. Um, and you also did a lot of writing prior to this book and um, you had a great story about someone reaching out to you about an essay you wrote. I would love for you to tell the listeners that if you'd be open to Yeah. That. So um, I have done a lot of writing for like Medium, Thought Catalog, um, The Mighty. I've written for um, 
the to write love on her arms blog if you're not familiar with that or your audience isn't familiar it's um basically like a suicide prevention um group and i am that's something i'm very passionate about i'm a suicide survivor i am a big mental health advocate and um i wrote a, a an essay about my story that was on thought catalog and um it got shared a, a good bit um and it was gosh, I guess like about almost a year and a half ago ish. Um, but so basically somebody reached out to me and they, they just said, um, I just wanted you to know that your, your story is the reason that I am alive today. Um, because this was not a good day and your story gave me a, a reason to go on today. So I, that I printed it off. In fact, I have it right here by my desk. Um, and I keep it there as a reminder, um, because at the end of the day, like, I mean, yes, selling books is great <laughs> money. We need that to survive. But the big reason why I do it is because I want to, to touch people, to make them, to, to make them feel seen because I mean, isn't that kind of what we all, so we all want, we want to all feel seen and, and heard. And um, so whether it's essays or if it's books, that's my ultimate goal is to help people to not feel so alone in the world. I love that. I love that. And it's, I love that you keep it up on your wall and you can see it as a reminder every day. And then it just motivates you to keep on going, keep on trucking through and get more work out there so you can help more people. Um, So for those of you who are listeners and you don't review books, go ahead and review a book because the authors love it. Uh, We definitely, it means a lot. Yes. Means a lot. All right. So let's get back into the book. We're not going to go too much into detail because everybody's got to read it, but what is the, the biggest questions that you get regarding your book? Um, one is like, like people, I think wonder if it's autobiographical. It is not. <laughs> First of all, can't sing. Um, I am not a musician. Um, what else? Also, my husband's older than me. <laughs> Um, also not a musician. Um, but it's definitely not autobiographical. I do love to bake. That is one thing that goes, that comes into the book. And, um, I've even done like recipes, like on my Instagram that were from the book. Like, that's just like a a passion of mine. I enjoy it. It's fun. That was something I was wondering was why the, why a bakery? Why is that what Liv does? So it's because it's your passion too. (laughs) Yes. I love it. And my, and that was something that I shared with my grandmother. She loved it and she loved trying my creations and, um, she would have loved some of the ones that I came up with for the book. Um, but what else? Oh, people always want to know like who I envisioned, um, for like the characters. And Mm -hmm. so for Olivia, it would be Jennifer Love Hewitt. Like she's my OG girl crush. I love her. She's the best. Oh my God. I love her. Um, (laughs) and then Jax, so if I was picking somebody to play him in a movie, it would probably be Nick Jonas, um, which that didn't come okay. to me until much later, just because he, I know like he has a great musical ability. Right. But, um, and he's like the right age, but the person that I envisioned is actually this random guy I saw on TikTok <laughs> <laughs> and talk about the most awkward exchange of my entire life. But I wanted to be able to share like his image to be like, this is who, you know, Okay. So I emailed him from his, like, and he's like kind of like an influencer on TikTok now. Okay. Like, he's got thousands and thousands of followers. And I was like, Hey, so this is going to be probably the weirdest email you will ever receive. I own that, <laughs> but I am, I am not ashamed to embarrass myself for my readers. So I would like to share your picture. He's like, Oh, that's fine. I'm like, okay, cool. Bye. Don't ever, don't ever mention this to anyone. <laughs> 
my God. I love it. It's and so awkward. It's so funny because when, when I originally was, so whenever I read books, I'm a very visual person. So I, I imagine yes. people in my head. And so I always have the characters built up and I have more of a cartoon character in my head. And that's yes. just how I always visualize things. Yeah. Um, but then as I kept reading, I was like, this is reminding me so much of a star is born. And then I was like, oh my gosh, Lady Gaga, get out of my head. You're not her character. <laughs> it was hey, so funny. I would accept that. But, be great. Um, but Jennifer Love Hewitt, I, I like it. it. It fits like you said it. And I was like, ding. Yep. I love it. Yep. Yep. Uh, but speaking of the fact that I think of characters more in like a cartoon-esque vibe, you already talked about your cover artist, but yes. what was it that made you decide on this specific cover? Because it is very niche right now. It's kind of like the the normal kind of thing you see was it yeah. strategic in the marketing realm or did you just like that style that she had honestly I just love it I just love the style and I always kind of envisioned going with like a more animated cover um and I really wanted my cat on the cover yeah <laughs> so oh my goodness that. I love I love the character of your cat mama oh my goodness she was so great and then I loved that you actually have her for real yes she's <laughs> real and if you have read the book my like my mama is far more judgmental even than that mama like whoa she I love, is I love it I love how much personality she has so knowing that she's even more she personality so in real life <laughs> Yes. And so it's really odd. Like I didn't, I really truly did not plan it this way, but like I, I ended up knowing I was like, okay, there's going to be five books based on five specific characters. Um, and I have five fur babies and all of them will be in the books. Um, so yeah, they will each have their moment to shine. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. And hopefully you'll have, are you doing the covers with the same artist? So will you have the animals on every cover too? Yep. All of them will be with her. Just tie them all together. Oh, perfect. I'm so excited about this next one. Oh my God. I can't wait. (laughs) It's going to be so great. So who is your favorite character? I want to say I, I'm, I'm torn because I really like obviously the main characters, but whenever I read books, I try to like think about every character. So Ella, definitely she's a spitfire, but I'm really drawn towards cash. I just love him. He, his love and protection for everybody. It's, I think that's why, but where did that inspiration come from? And then who is your favorite character? Um, okay. Well, I also love Ella. Um, she's the easiest one for me to write because when I first sat down to write the, like the first book, like I wasn't necessarily intending that she would have a book that wasn't part of the plan. And so she was going to be, you know, just like this awesome, like best friend, supportive best friend. And I was like, okay, so what would you do if you were Liv's best friend? How would you advise her and whatever? And so I just kind of put myself in that position. So a lot of Ella is my personality. So she's very easy to write. Um, So that's why I like her so much because I don't even have to think. I'm just like, okay. Um, (laughs) But so I just love... um, I don't know. Like, I love to try to be that supportive best friend for people. And that's what I envision her as. She's just, she just loves her people and they're her life. Um, but so I love her. I also um, really love Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. And I think people are going to love Dallas the more that you go along in the story. Um, and I really love Luca. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to learn more about them in the, in the, yeah, I'm pretty excited about Luca. Um, I think, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna steal the show. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's gonna steal it. Um, But of course, mama, mama's got to be like my absolute favorite because she's real. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Um, And then where did the inspiration for cash come from? Um, 
he honestly like again like total figment of my imagination Mm -hmm. he's kind of a mixture of a lot of people that I've known um over the years and like I just I kind of envision this like father figure um that's not really a dad you know somebody that always wanted that but never really got the opportunity and um that's something that we'll address kind of in his story Mm -hmm. um but I think yeah, just, I think like he kind of took this ragtag group of dudes and was like, okay, I'm going to father you now. And <laughs> <laughs> you guys clearly need some help. So yeah, um, that's, I mean, he's just kind of a figment of my imagination. I love it. I love it. This, it was such a good book and I love how all the characters intertwined. Um, yes. And something I did want to touch on though is the points of view that you have within the story. So for you listeners, once you read it, you'll find out that Liv and Jack's both narrate the story. And so why did you decide to switch points of view as the story progressed? I love dual narration when Mm -hmm. I'm reading a story, Um, because I think when you're just following one character's journey, you don't get the full spectrum. You only get the, their version as they see it. Right. Um, And so it was important to me for us to be able to see how Jax was interpreting what was happening with Liv. Um, And I think you need that in order to be able to see that he's truly just that good of a guy. Um, I think if, you know, people have said like Jax is like very perfect. And I mean, in a lot of ways he is, but if we had met him earlier in his journey, we would have seen something very different. This is, you know, this is the, the culmination of years of, um, support and, and everything. And something that I really like about the guys is I feel like we've got a lot of parallels. Um, you know, I think Jax could have ended up a lot like Luca, um, if he hadn't had those bonds earlier in life, um, Mm -hmm. with the other guys. So, um, I think we're going to see a little bit about that in the future for sure. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, it's going to be good. All right. Well, it wouldn't be read it with, whis- with whiskey if we didn't talk about whiskey. So what is your favorite whiskey to drink? If I'm drinking whiskey, it's got to be single barrel Jack Daniels. Um, that's it. always been my, it's always been my favorite and Tennessee girl. So there you yep. go. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. Hearing from you were from Tennessee. I was like, oh, I'm going to guess it. <laughs> yep, yep. Do you drink it, it on the rocks or do you do mixers? I usually have to do a mixer. I'll have to yeah. throw some coke in there. Like I can't do a lot of whiskey anymore. Like since my early, early days, I am not a spring chicken. Um, <laughs> that used to be my drink. And then, you know, you know how like you have that one time that just oh, messes yeah. you up for everything. Then you smell it. And you're like, nope, yeah. Anything flavored for me. Nope. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll just Ooh, stick to the, yeah. the plain, the plain drinks. That's fine. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, Melissa, thank you for being here. Will you tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can find your book and learn more about you? Um, okay. So you can find me on social media. It's at Hey Melissa Grace on all platforms. I keep it easy. Um, so you can say, Hey, and <laughs> <laughs> um, my website is melissagracewrites.com and you can find my book. Um, you can find it at Parnassus, um, which is Parnassus, uh, .net, I believe. Oh, sorry. It's on my website. If you go to my website, you can find it. Um, and then Amazon. Um, but I always love to push people to go to Parnassus because it's an indie bookstore um, in Nashville. It's co-owned by the legendary Ann Patchett. Um, so yeah, definitely check out Parnassus and tell them I sent you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show with me, Melissa. I really appreciate your time and I cannot wait to read your future books. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. 
Melissa was such a great interview to do today. I had so much fun talking with her and getting to know her a little bit more and learning so much about the books that she's going to be coming out with. I can't believe she has five different books in this series that she already has all planned out and ready to go. I'm really excited to see what kind of work she gets done within the next year or two and we'll definitely have her back. Um, so keep your eyes out. And I was really excited to find out after we had already recorded our interview that Melissa's book, Home is Where You Are, was actually chosen to be a February book for the Indie Author Book Club. So the Read It With Whiskey book club is coming out later this spring, but that does not mean you can't join a book club now. So go to their Instagram page at Indie Author Book Club to find information about how you can choose or how you can join, <laughs> excuse me, how you can join the book club and read Home is Where You Are by Melissa Grace with them. All of the links will be down below, um, but otherwise, I'm so excited that you guys decided to listen in today and learn about Melissa and everything that she's doing. She is just incredible. So for next week, we will be talking to Colleen Forbes, and we will be talking about her book, The Cursed Queen. This is also the first in a series. I absolutely loved this book, and I can't wait to share about it with all of you guys here in the podcast. So stay tuned for next week when we talk to Colleen. And again, if you would like any kind of updates or you want to keep up to date with the podcast or my own writing process, go to my website, www.laurajlive.com and you can get onto the email list. You can learn more about the podcast, all that kind of stuff. All right, you guys, I will see you next week. Mm -hmm.